0: All right, welcome back. We're on episode two of Overflowing Thoughts. Um, it's me, your host, Charvel. Uh, a couple housekeeping things to take care of. Overflowing Thoughts is now available on Overcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Casts. So if anyone you know listens on those platforms, uh, tell them and they can go on those platforms. Uh, number two, we got a microphone now. Uh, you should hear better audio quality. Anyway, the theme well, topic, I don't know, of today's episode is Star Wars. And no, I will not be talking about what Star Wars is. Uh, you should already know that. If you don't, look it up on your own time. Uh, here today, we're just going to talk about some Star Wars news, some upcoming things, uh, shows, stuff like that. Some Maybe some jokes, pop quiz, hint, hint and yeah that's about it so let's jump right into it all right so first things first um star wars squadrons came out friday at 12 a.m uh if you don't know what squadrons is it's basically another video game by ea ea makes the major star wars video games like battlefront so squadrons is basically just um it's devoted to starfighters. so Uh, All the space battles you see with all the X-Wings and Y-Wings and TIE Fighters, all that stuff. Um, That's basically it, and it takes place during the original trilogy. So you're going to see a lot of Rebels versus the Galactic Empire. So mainly for the Rebels, you're going to see their main ships, X-Wings, Y-Wings, A-Wings, U-Wings. And for the Galactic Empire, you're going to see their TIE Fighters. Their TIE Interceptors and the TIE Bombers. And the story com- is composed of... There is some online play. Mainly, it has a storyline, though. Um, however, if you aren't used to, like, real flight, basically what the game is, is it tries to make flying a plane like that, like a starship like that, as realistic as possible. So the flight controls are super... Super close to what you would actually feel. I mean no one knows what it actually feels because it's all like science fiction, but um as close as you can get. Um there's realistic dials, all that kind of stuff. So if you're into that kind of stuff, uh the game is available now for about 40 bucks, I think. Yeah. Um however if you pre-ordered it, um you got the uh you got an extra in-game bundle, which gives skins and helmets and stuff like that. So that's cool. Now that we got the video game out of the way, probably I'm gonna mo- I'm moving on to probably the more anticipated aspect of Star Wars. Um, this month it is Mandalorian. The Mandalorian season two is premiering October thirtieth, thirtieth, on Disney Plus. Uh, for those of you who have it, y'all y'all definitely should watch it. It is a banger. Uh, But the thing is, to all the binge binge watchers out there, you're out of your comfort zone because the first episode is premiering and Disney's doing the thing where they release one episode a week. So, yeah, sorry about that. Um, There's supposed, like, it's predicted to be around eight episodes, similar to last season. Um, There is a trailer. You should definitely watch it. And... Now I'm going to move on to the trailer, so if you haven't watched it, just pause and just go to YouTube, search Mandalorian Official Trailer. Anyway, so, because this will contain spoilers of the trailer. I'm giving you 5 seconds. 5, 4, Alright, so in the trailer, there's a woman in the hood, in a hood. And people are asking if that's Ahsoka Tano. I'm moving on to Ahsoka in the next part, but no, that's not a Tano. No one knows the character, but we know it's played, the character is played by WWE wrestler Sasha Banks. So, anyway, now to Ahsoka Tano. Um, she is my favorite uh female character in the Star Wars universe. I don't know about you guys. But anyway, uh, ev- anyone, everyone knows she is a Jedi who was most notably apparent in the Clone Wars. And in the Clone Wars, you see her leave the Jedi Order. And the thing is, she comes back in Rebels, where she's older and she's a part of the Rebels. And the thing is... Uh, in one episode of The Rebels, she dies, but in a later episode, she gets saved by Ezra, who goes back in time and saves her. And if you don't get what I'm saying, that's okay. You don't really need to know this. Uh, it's just good to know because um, this is what I'm going to be talking about. Anyway, so since um, *Mandalorian*, The Mandalorian takes place between the 6th and 7th movie, six episode 6 and episode 7... Ahsoka Tana would still be alive during that time because her species can live longer. Anyway, uh, people are saying that Rosario Dawson is supposedly playing the live-action version of the character, but Disney is not confirming this to reporters. That And even Dawson, she even herself said that, quote-unquote, that it's not confirmed yet, but when that happens, I will be very happy. I'm very excited for that to be confirmed at some point. And then you know this only leads fans to assuming what's going to happen next. Moving on to other characters, uh, it's also been speculated that Bo-Katan from the uh, from the Clone Wars and Rebels may return. Uh, she was a little bit older than Ahsoka during those, so and she's actually human, so. Uh, she may be dead at that point, no one knows, but if she isn't, people are thinking she may come, and that would be a major turning point, because if you know Star Wars, you know Bo-Katan once wielded the Darksaber, which was the lightsaber of the Mandalorians, and the thing is, at the end of Season 1, you see Moff Gideon holding the Darksaber, he cuts himself out of the TIE Fighter at the end, so a little foreshadowing there, um... The we know from the season two trailer, it's going to be more focused around Mando and the child. The reason I'm calling it the child because it's he's not Yoda because Yoda is dead at that point. Uh, Spoiler. I mean, not really spoiler. You should know this, but whatever. Um, But we can still call him Baby Yoda because everyone wants to call him that. So Mando and Baby Yoda will be more focused on in season two because at the end of season one, they leave Um, the other characters. Because they because Mando wants to find, uh, Baby Yoda's home and return him to his own kind. The good news is, uh, we're gonna see plenty of Baby Yoda this second season because he might even like say some words, more sounds this season. I don't know. People are saying this. Um. Also, we all know the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Filoni will be, um, directing some of these episodes if you don't know he directed some of he co-directed i should say uh the last season and he directed many other star wars um shows such as the clone wars he was one of the masterminds behind that absolutely beautiful show and yeah that's about it and um on a more side note um funko pop uh revealed two new bobbleheads Ahsoka Tano and Maul return with their new figurines. Um, it's They're portrayed as they were in the final season, season 7, of Star Wars The Clone Wars. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I might get one. I don't know. So now I'm going to move on to some funny, interesting, behind-the-scenes facts of Star Wars. And we're going to start off with episode 1. So in episode one, Liam Neeson, who played Qui-Gon Jinn, was a bit of a problem on set. Okay, first of all, they had to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars remaking the sets because they had already made them, but when they started casting him as Qui-Gon, he was actually taller than anticipated, so he kept bumping his head in many of the scenes which were inside, so they had to remake them so he wouldn't bump his head. And also, he was actually a trained sword fighter, so he actually used uh, his skills on set, which made him a menace to fight against. And also, in the prequel trilogy, uh, this happened with a, uh, this happened with Ewan McGregor, who who played Obi-Wan. He got yelled at because every time he had a lightsaber fight, and I think other actors did this too, but it's... It's confirmed that uh, Ellen McGregor did this. Every time they did lightsaber fights, since they used fake lightsabers, um, there were no sound effects because they were added in later. They made sound effects like, every time they fought because uh, they wanted to, they couldn't concentrate because just hitting someone because it made no noise because they didn't use actual hard lightsabers like the prop ones they use today. They use like flimsy ones. So um, they tried to make their own sound effects on set. And this even happened during the sequel trilogy where uh, some actors, uh, when they shot their blaster, they didn't actually shoot shots, uh, shoot blaster shots and sound effects were added in later. So when some actors shot their uh, blaster, they went pew, pew. And it was just, it was a disaster trying to uh, erase the sound and try to uh, implement because they had to, uh, edit the sound so you couldn't hear their actual like voices and the thing is about yoda so yoda was originally also supposed to be played as a puppet in the prequels but the thing is they switched to cgi because if you search up uh, a picture of what they were going to use in the prequels uh, i'm not i'm not gonna lie it's hideous as yoda as a puppet for the prequels i'm so glad they use cgi he looks so much better Anyway, um, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say that depending on which movie you watch, Yoda has a different number of toes. It can range from three to four or maybe even five. I don't know that, but I definitely know he has different numbers of toes. And if you remember the scene in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan tells Padme that Anakin was killing younglings. You see him put his hand over his mouth. Uh, One would rightfully assume that he's so devastated He can't, like, hold his emotions and he has to, like, cover his mouth to remain, like, calm and composed. But in reality, the actor, um, he couldn't stop laughing because he just thought his lines were so funny at that point. I mean, I know him. I mean, it makes sense. Anakin killing younglings, it's not a good thing. But considering how much people have made a meme out of it, it is becoming funny. Like, it is funny. So, uh, we no one blames and when McGregor for laughing it's actually kind of funny and the thing is Yoda was almost played by a monkey in in the original trilogy um instead of a puppet George Lucas had initially planned for Yoda to be played uh, by a monkey he had to hire a handler to bring in a capuchin monkey who was trained to wear a Yoda mask and carry a cane and the thing is uh the monkey wouldn't cooperate so they had to trash the idea. And the iconic quote by Han Solo and Leia in the original trilogy where in episode five and episode six where they tell each other, I love you. And the other one says, I know. uh, That wasn't in the script. They totally went off the script there and they just made up their own voice lines and the producers decided to leave it in the um, movie. Okay, also the fact that we all know The Furry Little Friends the Rebels had in Episode 6 are Ewoks. The thing is, the word Ewok was never uttered in the original trilogy. So, the species is defined in the script and the closing credits. Like, in the closing credits, you see who played who. And for the Ewoks, you see who who voiced the Ewoks. The word Ewok is never said in the original trilogy. And Boba Fett, while his face is never shown... In his major scenes, you can actually see the actor's face in the original trilogy because the actor, Jeremy Bullock, did stand in for an Imperial officer at the last minute. So, he played an Imperial officer. So, yeah. And also, Yoda's species is never determined. No one knows who Yoda comes from. And, I mean... Uh, The thing is, before Yoda had a seat on the Jedi Council in the prequels, there was actually a female, uh, I guess, version of his species called Yaddle. So, yeah. Also, I feel like uh, some of you are going to get a kick out of this one. In episode one, where Qui-Gon Jinn communicated with uh, Obi-Wan using his quote-unquote communicator. I'm making finger quotes because that... Was it that wasn't even a prop? Well it was a prop but it wasn't supposed to look like a communicator. He just he just used a Gillette razor for that scene. In all the scenes it's just a Gillette Ladies Sensor XL razor. Now that's um that's funny. Anyway, uh Darth Vader, David Prowse, the actor who portrayed Darth Vader, not the voice, not his voice, the guy who actually played him is actually banned from all official Star Wars conventions uh by as a direct order from George Lucas because George Lucas finds him annoying. <laughs> I feel so bad he worked so hard for Vader and then he's just like you're not letting me go to any events and George Lucas says George Lucas is just like nope you're annoying get out. <laughs> um the way they made Chewbacca's voice is they made a mix of bears, walruses, lions, badgers, and other animals. And the thing is, they're not regular animals, they're other dying animals. So they use the voices of dying animals to make Chewbacca, which is kind of dark. Um, Yeah. And Jabba the Hutt was originally, like, if you see Jabba the Hutt, he's like, huge, fat and slimy, disgusting, but he was just supposed to be actually fuzzy with like hair everywhere and stuff like that. Now, for a quick quiz about Star Wars. So, if you know stuff about Star Wars, uh you should try on this quiz. If you don't know anything, guess and see if you get it right. Um all right, so question number 1, which actor is the only one who's appeared in every single Star Wars movie? That has been made, like the main Star Wars saga, episodes 1 through 9. Is it Carrie Fisher, who play who's played Leia, Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker, or Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO? Alright, got your answer? The answer is Anthony Daniels. C-3PO is in every movie, and it's the same actor. Alright, so next question. What kind of vehicle did Ray live in in episode seven? Is it an ATSD? Is it a Star Destroyer? Is it a Mon Calamari cruiser? Or is it an AT eighty in the like where she lived on Jakku? The answer is an AT eighty. According to Yoda, how many Sith are always out there? Is it one, two, three, or four? The answer is two. A master and an apprentice. Always there are. So, what happened to Anakin Skywalker during the his battle with Count Dooku in episode two? He lost his left leg. He lost his right leg. He lost his right arm. Which one? The answer is he lost his right arm. Who killed Jabba the Hutt? Is it Han Solo? Is it C-3PO? Is it Luke Skywalker? Or is it Princess Leia? The answer is Princess Leia. She killed him by strangling him with the chains in episode 6. Now, in episode two, you see that you know that the information about Kamino is wiped from the Jedi Temple archives. Who wiped all this information? Darth Sidious, Palpatine, uh, Master Sifo-Dyas, Count Dooku, or Yoda? The answer is Count Dooku. According to the Emperor, what was Luke Skywalker's weakness? He says this in Episode 6. Is it his faith in the light side of the Force? Is it his faith in his friends? Is it his lack of vision? Or is, is it his resistance to the dark side of the Force? The answer is his faith in his friends where did the Clone Wars begin from the very beginning, like as in Episode 2, as in the first battle between the clones and the droids? Is it on Tatooine? Is it on Geonosis? Is it on Naboo? Or is it on Coruscant? The answer is Geonosis in Episode 2 at the end, where the Clones come in to save the Jedi on Geonosis. What did Owen Lars, who is Luke Skywalker's uncle, tell Luke about his father in episode 4? He told him that his father was a Jedi Knight, he told him that his father was a Sith Lord, he, he told him his father was a navigator on a spice freighter, or he told him his father was a fighter pilot. The answer is he told him his father was a navigator on a Spice Freighter. And in Star Wars The Force Awakens, Episode 7, what is the color of C-3PO's arm? It's obviously not gold because it's a different color. So is it black, red, blue, or silver? The answer is red. Who adopted Padme Amidala's daughter? So, Leia. We know that Owen Lars and his wife adopted Luke. Who adopted Leia? Was it Bail Organa, Captain Antilles, Owen and Beru Lars? Well, I obviously gave that answer away. It's not Owen and Beru. Or Gideon Danu? The answer is Bail Organa. What was the job that Finn told Han Solo he had at Starkiller Base? Was he a pilot? Was he part of the sanitation team? Was he a guard? Or was he a chef? The answer is he was part of the sanitation team. Finally, what were Padme's last words before she died giving birth to Luke and Leia? Was it, please, I'll give you anything, anything you want? Was it, we're losing power, there seems to be a problem with the main reactor? Is it Obi-Wan? There is there is good in him. I know there is. Or was it, you were right, Obi-Wan? The answer was... The answer is, Obi-Wan, there is good in him. I know there is. Thank you for participating in the first Star Wars quiz on overflowing thoughts. And that is it. It is the end of episode two. Wow, already. Um... Follow me on Instagram at overflowing thoughts official. Um, my Instagram and website will be linked in the description. Uh, on the website, you can listen directly on the website, or you can get links to all the other listening platforms. Um, I am a huge Star Wars fan, so you may see these videos, uh, another Star Wars video later in the future, um, if there's any new Star Wars stuff coming out any news anything like that um i am planning to do a special for halloween a halloween special i will be reading scary stories and if you're a fan of scary stories uh you will like that um and it's the kind of stories that give you chills not like the jump scares you see in movies but like the slow creepy scary stories um anyway that's for halloween it is officially spooktober by the way uh, in case you didn't know, um, what else, uh, share with friends, family, if you liked it, if you think they like it, share with a Star Wars fan, who probably will like it too, and that is it, thanks for listening.